What's wrong with whiskey on a Wednesday? What up and welcome to this week's episode of the Whiskey Sour Hour. I'm half your host, Evan, a.k.a. The Movie Martyr, and here with me, as always, my man, Saman. Saman, a.k.a. Saman Almighty. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I know we talked about it last week. You heard that deep-ass breath out, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, we talked about it last dude. week, but I had to move my studio again, bro, because we were talking about how we couldn't Damn, quite bro. get everything situated, everything fixed. I uh, know. So, again, now I've spent all day before our recording session today moving the studio again to the other room. Um, I think we're finally there, though. We're getting there, at least. I don't think it'll... It's not going to get any worse from here. It's going to get better, I think, light at the end of the yeah, tunnel. Yeah, it looked pretty nice to me, how it was set up. Yeah, so far, so good. At least so you got good. everything to fit in there. Yeah, but it was a busy week, uh, just in general. Had a lot of work to get done, and then... I ended up going, I don't know, a quick, I don't even call it out of town, but like out of town for a quick night or two. Um, everything this week was just like fast paced. Uh, and then you hit me up yesterday and was like, we on for Sunday. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's how we do it out here. But you know what it is, man. I didn't really do much this week, personally. Just chilled. Got ready for pretty much uh, this week. So, going back to school and shit. But uh, I did some productive fucking research, though. Yeah, I mean, it's your last week off before semester kicks back in. Yeah, and I had summer school, so I didn't really have much of a break. So, I just really enjoyed these last couple of weeks or so. So, I'm ready to fucking get back into it and fucking finish out the semester. Yeah, dude, that's that's wild. That's talk about the end of a journey. Like end of a journey, man. Like it honestly feels like like I remember looking forward to this moment. It's like, damn. Yeah. So how does that feel, though? How does that feel? It's I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know how to explain it. That's what I'm saying. Like it was just weird. It just it's like, damn. Okay, we're here now. But um, I feel like once it gets closer, I feel like it'll kick in more. I mean, you're pretty like close. So, so you're gonna graduate, uh, one semester. In so mid, yeah. So, whatever you want to call that, I don't know. Whenever this uh, the fall uh, semester ends. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's what I that's so what I was gonna still say. Be, it might be 2022 when I graduate. We'll see, but it'll probably be 2021 still. Well, no, that's what I was gonna say. Is like you'll graduate mid year, so like you'll. You'll probably come back and walk. I don't know how they do it at your school, but like traditionally, if you graduate the middle of the year, you'll come back and walk with everybody else at the ceremony. You know? I don't know. We'll see. I think they might have mid semester graduation ceremonies as well. I don't know. That'd be lit. Snow and shit. <laughs> but it's right, right there. So we'll see how it goes, man. But uh, it looks stacked. We'll see how it is, though. Well, yeah, I mean, your schedule looks stacked. Uh, just looking at it, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't really have anything else to, like, compare it to other than, like, would I do that? And I'm like, I would, but I wouldn't want to. Like, I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be – it's not bad, though. we gotten this far, so. Damn right. I'd, uh, be, I'd be pissed as fuck. If and you people are still so struggling like, nah. at the beginning. Like, fuck. It's like, damn. Well, I mean, that's crazy, though, because, like, even even just starting uh, whiskey, like, when we were talking, like, how I met my brother and shit. Like, that would have been all right, too, though. 
I mean, that would have been all right. I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother lately, so it's grown on me. That show's put together so well. Like, it's, I know you haven't seen it, but, like, script-wise, like, the way that they do it, like, it, the storytelling is just there, 100%. Very interesting show. Uh, I would have liked to, to rip the name off. But uh, I like our name better. What I was going to say, though, is, like, it's it's weird because, like, when we were even talking about, like, pilot episode of that, school was, like, always, like, you know, back to school was always, like, the topic that we were going to hit just because of the launch date and stuff like that. But it's just crazy now because, like, we have X number of episodes later. It's not even that many yet, but you get, it's like a... Yeah, it really is. It's like an evolutionary point, you know, like... At that point now, we will not talk about Simone's college. You know, we won't catch up on college life. We'll catch up on the job hunt and then how the job is going. And, like, you know, it's just one of the easiest ways to, like, pinpoint, like, the evolution of what the conversation is going on. Because, like, it's kind of weird. Like, I have other shows that I do. And on those shows, like, I really, I just consider them much more, like, episodical i guess is that even a word i don't know like i i they're much more serialized is probably a better way to put it so like each episode is like an episode like it's standalone like it's very like you could turn it on and like beginning middle and end it's all there in that one episode um this show though just because it's you and me like it's it's been structured from the beginning it's kind of like a like a ongoing conversation almost like if we just met up at the bar every week and then like continued that conversation from the last time that we talked, that's how this show kind of comes across, at least to me when I'm editing it. Yeah, like continuous conversation flow. Like you, Which you is good, probably though. could <laughs> jump in anywhere. Obviously, I mean, there's you know, you got the intro and all that shit, and <laughs> we wrap it up every episode somehow. But you could jump in at any episode. But once you jump in. It's more like, you know, uh, constant conversation other than that. And other than like a serialized, like today we're going to talk about this and only this. Like you'll get the catch up of what you did. You know, you've been out of school for three weeks or now you're doing summer school or now you're doing this again. Like, yeah, you get all the filler. I feel you. Mm, yeah. The filler information that no one really gets to hear if they don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. <laughs> just like having the variety in shows, like watching them, like and how they, how they're, uh, how they're viewed, like how they're taken in. It's interesting because I can like, I can tell just by the way that people talk about it. Like somebody will say, "I saw this episode of," or "I really liked that episode of the Martyr Reviews" or whatever, and then they'll say like, "Bro, I like the Whiskey Sour." They just say it as a whole. Like, you know what I mean? It's all one thing. Yeah, they do say it as a whole. Which is yeah, cool. That's what I'm saying. Which is cool. I fuck with that. Uh, you were actually on, I guess we, we could start talking about what we're going to try to talk about today. Um, but we were, you were on uh, the Martyr Reviews this week, last week. I don't even know. That's kind of terrible. I uploaded, but I don't know when it came out. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about movies, obviously. We watched a bunch of movies uh, recently together. And props to you, dude. Yeah. I didn't even say it on that that show but i meant to you watched like four movies that day i know that was a lot of movies i was pretty focused all the time too like props to you because like i mean we grew up together i know that you you can handle like one and a half movies usually before you're like (laughs) it doesn't matter what yeah yeah, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is you'll be asleep or like 
if it's really early, <laughs> you're like, okay, let's go do something. Like you're basically jumping out of the chair, like itching to do just anything other. And so it was cool. Like we threw on one movie and then I was like, maybe he'll want to watch the next one. And then we threw that on. And then I was like, maybe he'll watch another one. <laughs> and we threw that one on and you made it through. And then we finished with like a four hour movie that I did not yeah. even stay up through. And you stayed up through. And I was like, props to that. Killed it. Yeah, killed that shit, man. That shit was brutal. But they're so. decent movies. They're a good variety of different movies, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So, Trust me, moving the... So. That's the worst part about moving the studio is moving 400 <clears throat> movies from one side know, of the room to the other. Collection. But I got to like, alphabetize damn. them all? Like, fuck. Damn. But let me get into the freaking uh, NFTs that I was researching this week, though. Oh, the so, NFTs. Have you heard of NFTs? No, you got to explain this shit to me. Like, act like I don't know nothing. Damn, so, um, so NFTs. So it stands for non-fungible tokens. Um, so it could be pretty much a digital art. <clears throat> so say, for example, um, I'm trying to see, like, the Nyan cat thing. Like, do you remember? Like, the cat, the flying Pop-Tart cat. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, damn. like, Take that gif, or, or that gif, for example, um, can be sold on the blockchain so blockchain pretty much to shorten it down shows like all the sales and you just see the uh who all the like sales on the web like you know what i'm saying who owned it before and everything so it keeps record so it keeps like rarity and you know so like okay like this is probably a stupid question but like if you own that cat gif so like, mm-hmm. so like what? Nobody else can like it's just locked on your hard drive. Like what? What? I guess you get the you get the downloaded uh, file for it, but you just own it as in the property rights. But it's not like oh you're gonna go sue people. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is like, are they selling like monetizable stuff? And like, you're like buying it. And like something that like a meme that's gonna get used a lot is gonna be valuable and like higher price, or is it just like you get the only copy? It's almost of this like and it's exclusive. It's almost like it's like digital art, so it's pretty much long term investment. Oh, so that you can you know sell it saying? later. Sell it later as a whole. It wouldn't go into each specific like you can go easily like get that. a free PNG of it. Like, yeah. But on this blockchain account you have you own this thing i don't think i like that so it's kind of like stocks in a way as well but it's just that's what i was that's exactly why i don't like it it's like it's it's not art yeah it's not art it's like it's almost like a trading card game no yeah it's almost like like it's kind of yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. It's a weird concept to wrap your head around because you see, go, you look into it, and this shit's bought in Ethereum. It's not just oh, you can pay like you know hundred bucks to get some piece of shit, you know? Yeah. See, so you already <laughs> so have you to gotta, be in like, the stocks. It's gonna make you, you get go. into stocks, and then you're not even like somebody who's like in it to make a profit isn't gonna buy like they would with art. They're not gonna buy what they like the most to hang it in their house for a few years and then sell it. Yeah. They're going to buy what they think is the most resellable, whether that's exactly. like long term or short term. I'd see it. 
So that takes like the art out of it, though. No, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like, like collectibles. Like you're not an artsy. Like you don't have like neither one of us. When we go to like when we're talking about like martyr stuff and we're like, okay, we're decorating an office. Neither one of us went and bought like paintings. Like each of us bought. I know you rock a tapestry right now. You know I got a few for sure. And then <laughs> framed portraits. Like my dad printed out some quotes, song lyrics, or some shit like that, and then we'll frame those. And like those are what I rock. But like I don't have any straight paintings. As much as I like paintings, and every time like I scroll by, like I've got a lot of spray paint artist friends, or like some of the ones on TikTok that have been blown up. Like I see. I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. I'm like wow, like. I could have never come up with that, but that like is exactly what I want to be looking at. But I don't go ahead and buy it. Like there's not, it's not hanging above my couch. So I don't know. Like neither one of us would really buy traditional art, you know, in the traditional sense. But like with in a digital form, though. Yeah, when you add the the stock market in there, but it's I crazy can see though. why you're interested. Yeah, just to like div- diversify my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> you could never say that I... word. I swear. Diversify the portfolio for my investments, because it's like it's getting more big now into culture. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's they're becoming more like there's make they're making games that do involve like NFTs. So you can play these games and then like unlock uh, certain NFT characters that you could buy and sell later, you know. Strictly by just playing the game? Yeah. So they're coming out with projects like that that are on the Ethereum blockchain that use that as currency in a sense. On the Some game. fucking genius marketing. I'll give it that. Because <laughs> that's so, nothing. But so that's now you're just combining now. different avenues. Like you're so just now. There's going to be games, and you can obtain that in the game. To fucking, and there's different. There'll be different rarities and shit, so you can collect them that way, or you can just buy buy them on the open see the IO marketplace. But that's huh. what I'm saying. So you look into this shit. There's like cool cats. I don't know if you ever heard of cool cats. Nah, bro. But, it all uh, sounds really weird, bro. Cool I'll cats. I'll be honest. It sounds Dude, really. It cats. sounds. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you, but it just sounds weird, bro. Like, flora on flora on them. Like the lowest you'll find them now are like four grand. For each freaking like. What? That sounds grand. so sketchy. No. Like. That's expensive. I thought kids are going out here like trading them. Like, nah, man. So then, what do you do with it while it's in your possession? You just sit there with it and open up a folder every once in a while, look at it. Yeah, it's just there. That's fucking ridiculous. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like people get in, like these projects come up, and if you're on it and you like pay attention to, um. It's not necessarily like what the artwork is, like it's like what's behind it, like what company's behind it or like shit like that. Well that's that. what I was gonna ask. Kinda like the it, only like determines its like rarity in its sense. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. The only thing that I've seen like actual That's why all these influencers are starting up uh different like Tory Lanes, for example, is like gonna start like a, he's gonna release an album but they're NFTs. 
Ah, uh, this I see, I see. Yeah, bro. It's like you I was I was saying. gonna say earlier. They're going after all these different avenues. So you've got like reason enough for somebody who's good at video games to like go after NFTs. You've got reason enough yeah. for somebody that's super into music to yeah, go after NFTs. Go. Like that's mm, that's too good of marketing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But but uh, but if you say on it, uh, as I was saying though, like there's these some like I might like if I make an investment, I'll let you know. But like incognitos <laughs> is what yeah. they're called um it's like a 3d it comes with the file and then it comes like a three it's like a printable like 3d printable like it gives you the download for that as well but they're like uh molds of like 3d figures and those those you can probably find them for like 500 or maybe 400 right now okay maybe so then they'll go up to like maybe, maybe i'm too I'm t- i might be too far out of it but like what is preventing you or i from i mean we've got a couple friends that that screen print no selling like what is what is the reason that kids aren't screen printing shit in their room and then selling one of ones to people for four thousand dollars because that's the whole problem with like if a kid wanted to go make a bunch of money and you wanted to go start a company in your bedroom the problem is the kid can't mass produce the same quality uh whatever the content is like physical, he can't produce that. You can't print 500 t-shirts in your room as a, you know, 15 year old kid, but you can buy a screen printer and print one shirt. And so like, yeah, the difference is like, nobody was going to buy one shirt, but if you're selling one of one of these like 3d printed figures, go buy a 3d printer instead of a screen printer and make four grand off of, you know, three hours of not even really working, just your shit printing. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm assuming the figures aren't, they're not made to be like collector's items. So the figure doesn't need to be like super intricate and detailed. Like it can just be art. It can just be a blob and like a shape that you created or some kind of fucking hexadexa trexagon. And you've like, it, like that's crazy to me. You make four grand. Yeah. Like, like that doesn't, that's the crazy part because if you can do that like okay these companies how many of these nfts can they crank out a day and how long are they going to be able to sell them at this popular rate before the exclusivity runs out because like a company could turn around and make a substantial but they amount can't, of money very they quickly make they make a certain set and then release it like in scale like most of them like maybe a ten thousand uh ten thousand item product and then it's every item in that is is it's completely unique in a sense. But there might be like there might be one same, but one thing's changed in it. They're all unique in its own way, but there's a lot of similarities and stuff. I mean, yeah, you could do it like that. I'm just wondering, like, it seems like an easy That's startup, you know? Like, if you can just sell NFTs, like, how do you? It's like the same thing as Fiverr. Like, can you just become a seller? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you, yeah, it's just digital art. People create that's what i'm saying people create it from the shit you use what are you using in on their ipad yeah on the ipad yeah they just sit there on procreate all day but anyways they use that and they just fucking put it on there and some don't even have that grade of quality they're like pixels like it's the point of the fucking thing but yeah i want to like art. get into it in a, like investment standpoint instead of making and then to sell them off and buy and sell them and then Use the money for different investments. (laughs) 
Well, I don't know. That's super interesting. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on you, and you're gonna have to walk me through it if you if you choose anything. I'm definitely. But I don't I might know be, though. Like it's might something, be a couple though, steps behind you. It's something. I think that a bunch of rich people are gonna start wasting money, and a bunch of these little kids with Procreate are gonna start making bank. Yeah, not knowing what to do with it. No concept of time or money. <clears throat> um, with no concept of time, though, I'll use that as a segue. You want to start talking about what, what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> Just 15, 20 minutes in. Uh, if I bought a bunch of NFTs and sold them, I would probably use the money to reboot one of my favorite movies. So today, you were on Marty Reviews. We were talking about movies. Now we're going to figure out something that has, you know, something that both movies and video games have in common. So they get reboots or remastered versions. All right. So yeah. I told you... I didn't want to talk much about it this week because I wanted us to come at it with different angles because it is going to be very different because it, it means different things to both genres. But what comes to your mind when I say a remastered video game? Because they don't often get rebooted. Yeah, remastered in the way I see it now is just pretty much, you know, elevating the quality but keeping the game relatively the same way it is. Just amplifying the the pretty much the software that it runs on, making it more modernized in the terms of how it looks and runs. Yeah, it's like upgrading. Yeah, just upgrading it, but nothing changed within the game. It's just the same thing. But there might be a few tweaks here and there, but for the most part, that's pretty much what remastered is. Okay, so then do you, just off the bat, do you have an opinion on like traditionally if you just went overall broad spectrum are you a fan of remastered games is that something you look forward to or it depends on the game but it's i've gone i looked forward to a game and then got disappointed from the remastered portion Um, okay most definitely let's start with that because most recently remastered game that i was aware of and played was that tony hawk uh underground was it i don't even know uh, damn i never Pro played skater. it but i used to play the games all the time exactly so used to play them all the all the time they were I the was, easy ones though yeah like, exactly skate was way harder skate was way harder right so i pick up the controller we're playing on ps4 and it was difficult like the buttons and the, the stick movements they just don't translate and like i think part of it too is like we've come so far from like the quick button mashing of video games like everything's movement based now and yeah, it is. that came out when there was like a lot of button mashing and just like the quicker you could mash a button bunch of buttons like the quicker you were going to get points and it just doesn't translate like the controllers are made different and like i had an awful experience playing that game like it was just not any fun and the tony out, hawk one the new one yeah like i looked i looked forward to it for a while and i was playing with a good friend of mine shout out tyler and I was playing as my favorite skater. Shout out Nigel Houston. And so it should have been a good time. And it just, the game was whack. Like, it was just, the remastered edition, just, I would, if we had picked up the PlayStation 1 or 2 version, whatever that was, we would have had a good time. But it was the fact that we were playing it on the new console that made it trash. So That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So what was your experience with the bad one? So mine was COD 4 Remastered. Okay, so you haven't played that one. Yeah, so COD 4 Remastered. I was, I mean, from the original, like, Modern Warfare COD 4, 
I mean, I remember playing COD 4 back in the day and uh, playing the new one. I just felt like the movement was ass. I just think it wasn't, I wouldn't have remastered that one so early. And um, what, were you, what were you playing it on this time? I would have re. I think everybody is waiting for. I think I don't know. I think they remastered Modern Warfare Two. It might have been just a campaign though, but we were looking for like mainly like the COD community. I don't know. I don't want to take stand for the whole community, but I fucking should have that say. But <laughs> no. Uh, uh. <laughs> this guy. But, no, I mean, uh, like, what console are I'm you playing joking. on? Uh, which one? These oh the remasters are on all consoles, but uh, I had it on uh, PS or Xbox One. Yeah, so I mean, even you're playing even like we used there, to play on 360. It so, was like, it better. Be. Don't get me wrong, it was still better, but I just felt like it wasn't worth the game to remaster that one in specific, and I feel like it could have been better. Yeah, I mean. The that's the thing to me is like I just don't know how you drop the ball like that because it shouldn't be that different if you grow up playing. But Xbox everybody wanted Modern Warfare Two to get remastered, so I think that might be the actually the ones they do next. I um, mean, I wouldn't doubt it. It seems like, but they came out with this bullshit ass Vanguard now, and I don't know how. I, I don't even know. Like my feelings on like Call of Duty as a whole has been changed. But I still fuck with COD, but I don't know, man. I'm not as much of a diehard fan as I used to be. I mean, it's just come a long way. Like the, it's hard to do anything that it's well for to, that long, right? Because you know, like, now your fans are like, keep putting you to the standard because you've always came out with. You, I don't know. It's weird because like. It's not like they're just gonna be like, all right, this is done. We're gonna. They're always gonna keep putting a new game out, so it's just like they're just gonna longevity. They're looking for higher profits, so they're not gonna do drastic change. You, you know. Well, yeah, it's like each year to make. It's like the games, you know? like the Call of Duty games, are like sequels. Like you have Call of Duty One, and then they don't call it necessarily two, but you have like two that was like Cold War or something like I don't know. But you have all these other ones, and then... It was like Black up, Ops. Black Ops had a huge series. It was like one through four. Yeah, and they, they change it going on, and it feels like sequels. And yeah, that's what I think the difference is between, like, the video games and the movies is, like, you get those next games, and they feel like sequels always. It's Destiny 1 and then Destiny 2. And right. Then you never get a third one, but we'll talk about that later. Um but with movies, I think they have that saving grace because we were talking about reboots and remastered editions. They'll reboot it. So, like, when Spider-Man gets dry and we've had three Spider-Man movies and it's, like, Tobey Maguire's getting old and, like, they that, that last one wasn't very well received. Like, we don't know what to do with the character. They just cool it. And they're like, okay, cancel that one. And then we'll reboot it with a new dude and a new suit and a new everything in, like, three or four years. And so you get those, like... Batman runs and then it doesn't feel like a sequel because it's not a sequel at all. It's like a whole new telling of the story because you reboot it. And now a whole new person's yeah. Batman. They've usually got a new suit and a new logo and they try to change it up. And like, I think that's dope because it spices things up. Like if yeah, you didn't like saying. the original, you have the you opportunity to like this new remastered. one. And like, that's how it is for the remastered though. in most cars. Well, but it's the same argument both ways. I always tell people, like, 
when they complain, oh, this sequel's trash, like it ruins the first one. No, it doesn't. It can't. It physically, it's not possible for that to happen. If Especially with a reboot, like sequels are the same thing, but with a reboot, if you don't like the new Ghostbusters movie that came out in like 2015, 16, that doesn't ruin the original. Because the original, you probably have it on DVD. If you pop it into your DVD player, it doesn't change any of that movie. It just changes your opinion on what you thought was going to happen later on. You thought something happened to the characters and it, it's not what happened. Like the runtime of that movie is completely unchanged by anything that happens later on, whether it's a reboot or a sequel or anything in between. And it's the same thing with games. Like if you didn't like the new Modern Warfare or the way they remastered it, go play it on the old one. Like there's no, it doesn't affect you know, like, I wasn't mad at Tony Hawk. I was like, that's cool. I guess some kids will probably play that game that never played the original, and, like, they're going to get really good at it on the remastered edition, like, the, the new console, and that's just going to be how they play. But, like, yeah. me, if I want to play that game, I'm not going to play it on console, or I'm going to play it on PlayStation 1. Like, I'm just going to go plug in my old shit. Like, it's just not worth the the frustration of, like, you know, playing that new game or like watching that new movie. If you don't like the new Spider-Mans, then go watch the old ones. Like, yeah. what were you going to do if they never made this new Spider-Man? You were going to watch the old ones anyway. It just doesn't make any sense. People are like, the reboot killed it. Well, not really. That's just what younger generations are going to assume, you know, is normal now. Tom Ho- Tom Holland is a uh, Spider-Man to them. Damn. They don't know about Tobey Maguire. But I don't know. I think... Because I, I had to split it kind of down the middle. Uh, I love remastered editions of movies because usually it just means that they, like, touched it up and made it look prettier. Um, it's kind of different because you'll get, like, sometimes you get, like, a director's cut, which is cool. I love director's cuts because you'll get, like... Yeah, what does that mean? It's just extra scenes. So it's, like, uh. it's basically, like, the director coming back and, like, saying either this is extra scenes that were taken out upon studio requests to make the runtime or to whatever. And this is more what I wanted to do. So like lines of dialogue might be different. Scenes might be shifted. Some things might be there that weren't. Some things might, you know, just change overall. And it's just super cool. Cause like a good director's cut is usually quite a bit longer because there's, you know, the director has a lot of stuff that he wants to throw in there. And, uh, it's just cool because, like, you'll get kind of a different telling. And then oftentimes because they have more time to do it, you get a better looking movie because they'll go in and, like, touch up CGI or, like, uh, go in and enhance the way that certain shots look. Uh, but most notably, uh, they did the director's version or the Snyder cut of Justice League. So they had this movie, Justice League, come out. I don't know. It was a couple years before COVID. That's just how people are going to tell time now. It's It, it was a couple before years after COVID after or it was COVID. a couple before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a uh, couple years before they released this movie and long story short, Zack Snyder was going to be the director. He's the guy that directed uh, Batman v Superman. He did Sucker Punch. I'm trying to think of a movie that you would know him for. I mean, lots of, he did the Man of Steel movie like in the DCEU, but outside uh, of super mo- superhero movies, he's just known for that like dark tone. And Justice League, going into it, the studio had, like, this big expectation. 
they got their hands way too into it. And even before the movie came out, fans knew that there was a, a mandate from Warner Brothers Studio that the movie had to be under two hours. Now, it might not worry you, but for me, somebody that knows that there's about to be six main actors and four of them are superheroes that are going to be introduced in this movie. How the fuck are two you going to do that in two hours? Enough. It's just not enough. So like you vice versa, you have like Marvel's Avengers where they're three, four hours for the long ones. But you also have you're not introducing any of these characters, really. Like you've had these other movies to do that. And so it was just like from the start, you could tell that the studio had their hands way too far into the into the movie than they should. And then some family matters happened with Zack Snyder and he had to leave the project. They brought in another director to finish it off who just had a different vision and everything that happened just behind the scenes left that movie weak as fuck. Like it was just a terrible movie. I sat there in theaters two times through that trash and (laughs) I tried to like it. That's why I went back a second time. I really tried. I was like, man, I don't want to do this. But at the end of the day, my review was solid trash. And then lucky us, the news comes I don't know what you call it because it's not a reboot and it's not a sequel, but it's not a remastered edition. It's the Snyder cut. It's basically a director's cut, but from the guy who like started directing the movie way back when. So like he came in and doubled the length of the movie. It's like a four hour cut. God damn. The the aspect ratio isn't the same. It's like square. So like, just right off the bat, looking at the film, it's different. Like, because I mean, I don't know, it's probably getting too deep for you to like really give a fuck. But <laughs> when they film it, you know how, like, if you go to IMAX screening, the screenings are taller. Yeah. You'll see more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, those IMAX shots are wider, they're taller, as opposed to like the other shots that are slimmer. And so, like, they are cutting the frame you know, off of the film. And like when he changed the aspect ratio, things just look different. Like you see Batman's boots in the other shot. You didn't, you see Aquaman's hair in the other shot. You didn't like, there's just the way that the movie looks, even the shots that were in the original version, they look different. They're colored different. Like everything just like fits so much better story wise. And like, it's just upgraded to this whole new level. And everybody was like, wow, like, so thankful for this cut to the point that like <laughs> now they want uh David Ayer or some this director of Suicide Squad to come back and do the Ayer cut and like it's just this whole big thing where like now because that happened movie fans are like fuck yeah reboot it remaster it give it a director's cut like if you didn't like you know the original piece of work and we can all agree on that like people are totally down for you to like go in and do it again which is dope, because I don't think that that was always the case. Damn. But it's it's different when it comes to, like, video games. Like, you have... It really is different, though. You have players really that have. play this game for, like, hours and hours and hours upon hours. Like, people put days of time into that game. But then you want to go in and, like, change shit? That's going to fuck with them, you know? Like... People that give a fuck about a movie, they probably watched it like once every year, maybe twice a year. Somebody that really, really, really likes a movie will watch a movie like three times a year. 
But like, if they go Somebody and reboot it, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they go and saying. reboot the movie, like you've seen it three times a year, every year for the past five years, and you're invested. That's like the max, you know, that you can be invested. You're like, I really give a fuck about the new Spider-Man movie because I've watched the Andrew Garfield one every, you know, every year for the past six years or until that movie came out. And then they come in and they're like, I liked it or I didn't like it. But they only watched that other movie 12 times by now. You know what I mean? With a game, it's like if you try to change it or upgrade it or patch it or anything like that, any kind of changes to be made, people put in days of time that they wake up and they play that game and then they go to sleep. And that's what they do. And like in one day, you've probably absorbed more physical game time than people will regularly watch a movie for. For sure. That's facts. So I can see how it'd be like hard to... Hard to bring back a game that was so loved. Because you're not going to bring back a game that was trash. You know what I mean? Like, you're just not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to only bring back the good games, it's like there's a stake there. Because it's like, man, like, that was a good game. Like, we have to do, we have to do good on it. We have to, like, you know, justify doing it at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So a good example for like a game that was remastered would probably be like Halo, the Halo Reach Master Chief Collection, where they like remastered it all and put it on one game or one disc so you could play them all. I've got that one. Did you play that? Yeah, I did play it. I never had it, but that was a good one in my book. Yeah, I mean, like it felt similar. Like it, it felt like you booted up your old system. You know, I mean, like. It's uh, it's tough with like the cross-platform games because like, you can just play Skate Three, so there's no reason to remaster it on like an Xbox One. I've yeah. seen some people like go in and like fuck with the graphics, but like, I don't know, because I mean you know more about games than I do. So like, if you're <laughs> just changing the graphics, to me, that's like, that's like going into a movie. And when they just upgrade the CGI, so you take like Lord of the Rings or something that was filmed 2000s or in the 90s or whatever, and like George Lucas was really infamous for doing it with Star Wars, arguably too much. So like he'll come back and like once it got to the 2000s, he would go and reshoot all these scenes or add in CGI on top of the old movie and it would just like be a new cut. So if you have a DVD... From, like, I don't know, like, if you have a DVD from, like, 2001, it's going to be a different cut of the movie than if you bought it two years before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it doesn't say anything on it. Like, there's no way to tell. Like, hardcore fans will know by, like, the day that it was printed. Like, if you go on the back and, like, see when it was released. But, like they'll hunt for like the original version cause they're harder to find cause they don't print them now. But like, it's just, it's weird. Cause like, to me, if you're going in and like adding scenes or taking scenes out or like changing a bunch of uh, story elements, that's when I'm more interested to like watch that newer version of the movie. Like I will not watch the old version of justice league. I'll only watch the new version cause there's more there. Uh, if I watch the other one, I feel like I'm missing uh, out on everything but right. 
for for like some of those Star Wars movies where it's just the pictures upgraded, I almost am like, let's watch the original. Like it came out when it came out. I'm not expecting, you know, clean, crisp 2022 CGI and computer effects. Like I understand that this movie is filmed in the 60s. So why do we need to upgrade the look of this, that, the other? Like if you're going to go and color a movie that was black and white, like, cool. I think you're adding enough to it. But some of the times with the CGI that they add, I'm like, that doesn't look too much better than what you had. Like, really wasn't worth it. Um, and with the games, I feel like it's even less so. So I don't know. Like, if you only upgrade the look of it, is it really worth it to you as as, as a game? Or are you just going to play the old one? See, that's, a, that's, that's what I'm saying. People would probably still play the old one. I think it just comes down to like what's more <laughs> important way, uh, really to movie watchers versus video game players is like graphics more important to movie watchers or is it more important to video game players? More important to video gamers because they're staring at this shit 24-7. That's why I think you see more remastered work. Games. In, yeah, because just like because they really do care about like the look of the game because they're spending so many hours staring at this small screen mm-hmm. and you know like they're just and, uh, they're zoned into this shit. world so you want and, the world uh, to look good exactly, but man. i think that's why like with movies you got to change more than just more than just the graphics yeah do you have any game that you wish would get remastered or like that you would you know put your I don't know, put your power to? If you could spend time and you knew how, like, what game out there would you remaster? Yeah, I actually did. It's a long shot, but it would probably be GoldenEye from, like, PS2 age. Oh, dude. That's GoldenEye, but with, like... With multiplayer. GoldenEye, but, like, uh... Oh, man. What do they call it, dude? I feel so (laughs) fucking old right now. I feel so out of the loop. What? so lame. Uh... I don't even want to ask you because I want to come up with it myself. But like the fucking the roulette games. What is that? What do they call it? The revolver? No, like the fucking what is Fortnite? What kind of game is that? Uh, uh, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. I couldn't fucking think of what they call them. But like GoldenEye, a golden Battle eye Roy- that's like Battle Royale. I'd, that would be dope, dude. Damn. You Big maps. Actually- everybody starts somewhere else. You're all fucking, you're James Bond, bro. You're all fucking spies and shit. That'd be solid, bro. <laughs> even even games that came out like, uh, you'll laugh your ass off because you remember we put a lot of hours into this game too. But like Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon, yeah, bro. That game, bro. This shit could I be love tough that type some, of shit. That shit was hard, actually. That shit, yeah. At times, it was, it was difficult. <laughs> so okay, so we don't talk about video games as much as we talk about movies, just because. I mean, let's be honest, like we we both watch movies, but I very rarely play video games. Um, But I wanted to mention that because I there are a few games that I'm seeing pop up on my feed um, on IG lately that I really do want to play. So like I've seen obviously I talked to you about it, uh, Call of Duty with the prop hunt. I would have no interest in Call of Duty. I would play zombies and I would play prop hunt all day. That's it. I wouldn't, I'm not good enough at multiplayer to like give a fuck. Like it's just yeah. not going to happen, but I will hide and seek a motherfucker all day. Like that shit look fun as shit. 
Damn, bro. Yeah, the prop hunt's not too bad. There's another one, though, that's, uh, I don't know what it's called, but, like, I think we've talked about it. There's a guy, he's, like, he's like a caveman, and he's, like, running from, like, all these Art? animals. He's, like, in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd play that's, the that fuck out of that. That one's more... It's like an open world like survival type game. It's weird. Yeah. It's not like it looks yeah, it looks like, crazy interesting. You, yeah. I never really got into it, but it is crazy. Like you can like tame animals and shit. You can build shit. Um Yeah, it's like the it's graphics aren't shit. crazy good, but like they're good enough and you can just kinda like rust survive. There's another game like that, but Yeah, I like those and like Fall Guys and like all the, you know, Stupid arcade games that people are playing now. One where you like hold on to all your buddies and try to like drag them off the um, platform and shit. Yeah, I've seen those. But yeah, Ark, yeah, you don't see people play that that much. But yeah, it's an interesting game. That's the kind of stuff that I'd play. But if you remastered Goldeneye, I mean, bro, that'd I'd, be hella, I'd be right bro. there. I don't know why they haven't done that shit, bro. You know what's funny though? It was, uh, I don't know, this is how popular that game was in my family i was like i was pretty young but i was old enough to like have watched the older james bond movies um and so like when you were growing up how did you know what golden eye was like it was just a game to you right pretty much yeah but it's 007 yeah it's 007 yeah I and so like you just assume yeah you just assume that's the game like that's how you knew it yeah. so same shit for one of my younger cousins it was funny as hell because, like, I just remember being young and, like, one of my uncles being, like, yeah, James Bond, da 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 And the cousin was, like, that'd be cool if it was in a movie. Like, they should make a GoldenEye movie. And it was just, like, facepalm because, like, man, like, that game, like, outdid the movie. Like, there's a whole generation of kids that, like, played that game because it was, like, the most popular game. Yeah. Probably the first probably the first first person shooter if i'm not wrong i mean i don't i don't really know but like it's just crazy at that point like yeah it was a different yeah it honestly wasn't its way it was like low-key too like, yeah and so like it really outgrew hear. there's a whole generation that like didn't realize that there's a golden eye movie like and you just played the game yeah You're like damn that'd be a really good movie man i used to replay <laughs> that story so much Oh yeah, what uh, I'm gonna ask you another question because we're kind of skipping questions of the week this week, and we're also gonna skip the whiskey fact because we did NFT facts this week. So NFT, um, bro, get your investments up. Yes, Not sir. financial yes, advice, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna say the the accountant's out here giving out financial advice as he should. <laughs> but no, if I was gonna take a if I was gonna take one game and make it a movie, I'm gonna fuck you over because I feel like you might pick this one if i didn't but i'm gonna pick destiny destiny would destiny? make a dope ass movie destiny and i know you've been playing would. some destiny lately like just the yeah. way that they run it and like the quest and the stories and the world building that they do like that'd be yeah, an interesting right. ass be movie hell of a good movie that's facts and it's almost like it's made into like the structure of a movie like there are three different character types like wonder Wonder who the main cast of the movie? You'd probably have to have a warlock, and you'd probably have to have a titan. Yeah, like, warlock, man. You know, you just do a couple <laughs> of each, and like you have your little squadron of four, and it's just like, all right, done. Like Freaking it just, warlock. it just feels ready for a movie. And the fact that they never got that third video game, they just kept doing 
branches off of that DLC pack. Like, yeah, I'm that's how they've been movie. doing. The game's free now. They're just running off the DLC packs. I mean, it's trash. So I want to ask you. Yeah. Before I ask the big question, I want to ask you, what video game would you turn into a movie? Video game would I turn into a movie? I would honestly turn the freaking uh, Black Ops Zombies into a movie. Yeah, okay. I'm down. But make it start in, start into a finish, though. Start and finish. It wouldn't be... Like, yeah. You would just... Not like, like a, It would be a movie of the map, so it would be like... Yeah, like an isolated... An isolated sure. story. The whole the whole movie takes place as you're like working your way through the map. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, you beat the map. Right. Um, I do like it, but <laughs> I will say you would have trouble because you would have to pitch it, and yeah, the pitch would have to be pitch. unique because there's a lot yeah. of zombie movies. There's yeah, not exactly. a Destiny movie. There's a lot of well, like you would war back movies. Back it off the Call of Duty characters and shit. So you would have. To That'd be cool. That. I'd be down. I mean, like. Let's not lie. Like the video game, the the market audience for that, like the, the people that are just gonna go see it just because it's zombies from Call of Duty, is so big. Like any, but you could make that movie trash and people would still go watch it. Yeah, I know they would. But I think it'd be and cool. I would if you <laughs> if you took it and like made it like kind of like a Saw vibe, like a yeah. If it was like a Saw vibe. Bro, or more recently, like those escape room movies. Did you see that movie, Escape Room? Escape Room? Nah, should I watch it? It's not the best, but if you like those kind of Saw movies, then yeah, you're going to like chill. it. They've got two of them. They just came out with the sequel that you can probably find around. Um, but I'd go like a Saw or like Escape Room vibe, like just kind of thriller. Not like horror, but like thriller. Thriller, you know? yeah. Thriller is a good ca- category. It'd be dope. It'd be dope. Yeah. So then, so then I guess if we're going to talk about turning movies into video games, we got to mention it. This is the big question. I don't know if I have an answer. I got to have you go first on this one. Why do video game movies not work? Why are they always bad? Because I feel like, give me an example though, that hasn't worked. Has there even been one? Okay, so, like, I'm going to go down this list real quick, and I'm going to, like, I'm just going to ask you, I know you probably haven't seen it, but part of the reason that you haven't seen it is because it's not good. Nobody recommended this movie to you. Me and Solar didn't watch it, like, um, any of the nights that we were hanging out, like, none of your other homies were like, I saw this movie. So, like, that can tell you right there, if you haven't seen it, with how much we watch movies, there's probably a reason. You know what I mean? You've seen the good stuff. You've seen Shawshank. You've seen yeah, Shawshank's really good. Anytime a movie comes out, you see enough movies a year to see the big stuff of the year. Um, So I'll read some of these off, and I'll just give my quick like one word opinion, and then you can say if you've seen it or not. But Mortal Kombat trash. Mortal Kombat has a movie. Just came out trash. Damn, that's crazy. Warcraft. I heard of it. Warcraft. Warcraft is in World of Warcraft. Yeah, I out. think I heard I about it. I sat with my cousins. I was sat with my cousins that played that game for many years. I grew up watching them play. They disliked that movie, and we have not watched it since. Um, the Resident Evil movies Resident Evil. get a lot of hype. They're a little bit cheesy, and they I think are. if you watched it, we would have a good time laughing at how 
shitty it is. Not great it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just not that great. You got Tomb Raider that's not good. Detective Pikachu Tomb that's not good. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. had a movie back in the 90s that's Damn. not good. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came out. Yeah, I heard Sonic. mixed things, but I, remember I didn't need to go watch that. It, it looked um, hella cheesy, bro. That Hitman movie wasn't good. The Need for Speed movie could have been Fast and Furious, but it's not good. Hitman came like, with the movie? I Did you ever play the Hitman games? Yeah. The Hitman I loved games those. were actually decent. They were difficult, too. Yeah, dude. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's yeah, Creed was see, trash. Mm, yeah, that could have been was. the best movie series ever if you took that shit seriously. If but they, they just did. like I don't know what they I don't know what they did. They just fumbled it. Fumbled it was the like, bag. Flip it and tumble it. It was yeah. all over the place. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, I don't know. I just wondered if like on the video game side of it, there's anything that you can give to it as to like why it might not work. Because I have theories on like the movie side, but I don't play enough of the games to really understand what the reoccurring factor is. Because the games that the main games that people play don't play the games for their story, they play the games just for the competitive. So I feel like you get that. So no one really gets too invested into these stories. Okay, so basically, like from square one, the story isn't gonna. That's hold why up you as had well like as... Tomb Raider. I can see because that was pretty much story based. Um, yeah, and that's better on the. It's on the better end of right. the trash. So, like, mm-hmm. I think from a, you know, from a ground up perspective, you're starting with a story that's lackluster. It's not the focus point of it. Whereas, like, a regular script, the story is everything. Like, basically determines whether or not your movie gets made. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, they just play these yeah. games just to play them. They don't really care about the stories to, like, really go in depth to making a movie. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of the thing. Like, Mortal Kombat, it has a story, but it's really just cutscenes throughout. Like, it, it has a story, but there's, like, as little world building as you can. There's character building, but that's a very different thing. So, like, you have a movie, just a, a movie from scratch. You want to do all these things, you know, at the same time, equally you want to have enough character arcs, you want to have enough character moments, but you also want to have enough world-building moments that you understand their environment. So, like, Mortal Kombat movie, for example, the story is, like, very loose. Like, I think they have, like, 10 or 11 Mortal Kombats, and the later ones have stories, and it's basically just cutscenes between fights. So, like, you see why this person is pissed at this person. But beyond that, there's no world building. So you go into the Mortal Kombat movie and they're, they're like, there's going to be this tournament. You're marked. You know, this is the mark, mark of combat. And, and you're going to come and fight in this big tournament. And it's like, is that what Mortal Kombat is? Is that what they're doing? Because if it is, then it's lame. Like, I thought these motherfuckers were coming out and ripping people in half and shit. Like, yeah, that's what they do, it, though. It's just like I was so excited to see those like those bone cracking, you know, animations in the movie. The way that they did it was different and it wasn't cool. Like they tried to do some of the supers and stuff. But I was like, man, like if you could have just taken what was on my screen for the past 15 years 
you know, on my Xbox and put that on there for just two minutes of your movie, I would have loved it. Like, I'm down for the cheesy, campy stuff, too. Like, you know, Mortal Kombat's always been a side-scroller game. So, like, it would have been funny if during one of the fights, obviously, it's a three-dimensional movie. You're filming the whole thing, like, real time, and the fights are, you know, they're they're the main focus point of the movie, so they're trying to do their best. It would have been funny if you just, like, freeze-frame on, like, basically what the video game screen looks like like why are you watching it from this angle but you have like a quick slow motion moment where like one dude goes to attack the other and they're blocking it but you as the camera are like stationed where the camera is in the video game and it just stays there for a few seconds like just stuff like that like that's how i want to be reminded that it's a video game i don't want to be reminded it's a video game by the fact that the whole movie's trash and the actors aren't shit and like it's just it just feels weak like because you don't have enough time really to build the same story that you're building over 12 hours that's why i think that your idea with zombies is pretty good because it could work because playing around as zombies usually it's not going to last two hours you might be pretty good but like it's usually not going to last that long so if you took a call of duty story like the black ops 2 story it took how long to play through that story? Like five, six hours. Probably. So you like off the bat, like trying to fit that story in might be harder than trying to lengthen a zombie story to fill in all these moments. I think it would be better to try and fill in these moments with like some lively real movie moments rather than try to like cut out and then force in all these video game story points. For real. I mean, it's just at the end of the day, it's how you like absorbing your content. Do you like to play it or do you like to watch it? And then, and then, yeah, and they're two different categories. So obviously, the video game people obviously want to be hands on with the shit instead of just yeah, they're the players. It. Yeah, they're and the then players. other people want to watch it, but then there's people that are in the middle. They're like playing the video game but they watch every cutscene and they're like super into it and they want a game that has like super long cutscenes. yeah like they actually watch the cutscenes. yeah and you have people that every time a cutscene comes on they're like click 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 <laughs> it's like okay yeah it's me <laughs> so it's fun, man. yeah Shit. i mean some of the best games that i've played recently definitely deserve a movie like ghost of tsushima one of the best games i've ever played in my life no cap and now they got co-op mode, so you need to get it, and we can fucking fuck shit up as samurai. <laughs> <laughs> you go around like it's it's just Tashima, dope, and like yeah, it, it looks, plays, yeah. it plays like a really long movie. Like I don't really think if you started the movie where the video game starts, I do not think that you could make it a movie that's coherent unless you did like a really big time jump, but. If you made it a trilogy or if you started it later in the game, like, it's totally there. Red Dead Redemption. It's retarded how how many people have told me, that could be a good movie. Uh, like, yeah, you're telling me. Like, that could be a great movie. Yeah, I honestly could. I never really played the whole story to really get into it, but it seems good enough, though. I mean, like, I'm playing the second one because I've had it. I've had my PlayStation since Spider-Man came out. So, like, uh, I'm going to use it again. Like, a year or two before COVID, I've had the PlayStation. Um, and I got Red Dead when I got Spider-Man. I played Spider-Man. I never touched Red Dead. Like, I put it in, downloaded it, never touched it. 
And I was up at my friend London's house in KC. She was playing it a lot. And I was like, all right, I might have to try this out. Because see, what you don't understand is I still go over to friends' houses that like, London plays more video games than me, but she's not like a video game player. Like, let's put it this way. She didn't like grow up like playing video games in her free time. Yeah. So like, off the bat, if if I pick up a game, I'm going to be a lot better at it than she would if she had just picked it up. So like with Red Dead, she's played it. She's got all the best guns. She you know, she knows what, you know, how the game works and how it runs and like the certain things that you can do and, you know, button memorization and all that shit. But <laughs> she's like amazed cuz she thinks I'm good. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm trash. Like I I play with people that like throw me into the water and then just leave me there. Like it's just I'm so far behind you guys points wise when we play video games like that, that it's like ridiculous. But with something like that, or like if you pull me, throw me on Mario Kart or like something that I understand the concept already and I don't have to learn how yeah. the game works. Yeah. I'm cool. But it's figuring out like, like this is going to sound so stupid, but like when I watch you play Call of Duty, I'm like, I understand that you're jumping up and down and like sliding around every corner for the fact that like when you come around the corner, you're doing it so that when you come around the corner, their sight is more than likely not going to be, you're not going to be level with their sight. Yeah, They're going to yeah. have to move to uh-huh. get you. And so like, I understand that that's what you're doing. And then when I, when I go to go do that, I'm like, it's just so much like brain power to think about or like and I don't Call even of know. Duty's like, one of the I'll, easiest games though, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it there's so many more complicated examples, but like I just use like the simple fact that like I know that that's what you're doing. I know that you're a good player, so like I should I should take that as like a, a you know, a tip or a trick. Yeah. And like I know that, but when it comes down to playing it, I'll do that for the first 5 seconds. But once I die once or twice, I'm like, all right, let's figure this out. What am I doing wrong? And I'll stop doing all those things to try and figure out, you know, what I'm doing. Like, it's like, what is going on? But like, those are just things that are second nature to you. Like you do that no matter what. You'll do that in other video games now. Yeah, exactly. Just because. Just because. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So if I'm if I'm like if I don't have to learn all that or if I'm not focused on learning all that. I can usually be pretty decent at a game. Like we'll play zombies and we're, I'm not, I'm not better at call of duty by any means than you. Like I'm, if we had to like take places, I'm like thousands of places behind you, but we'll still get to roughly the same zombie level strictly because yeah, I, I don't play that much zombies. Well, it's cause you don't play that much zombies. And because I know how the computer works. Like I, I it's not, the computer isn't, it doesn't have that much variety. So, like, once I watch what you do and I see how you do it and you're there to tell me, okay, hey, you got to flip that switch. This is where it is. Yeah. I'll, I'm fine. That's <laughs> whatever. I'll hang, you know, I'll hang in there pretty long. But as soon as you throw in that variety of, like, this person's from this part of the world and they play – this and their friend showed them this trick or they use this gun or this person used pistols and this person does this and this person does this and there's all these different factors you got to watch out and be prepared for fuck that like as soon as all those other factors are there i'm just overwhelmed don't know what to do i'm trash at the game all of a sudden 
That's why I like like Skate Three. Skate Three would make a great movie. <laughs> it would make a what great movie? Yeah, Skate Three would be my favorite movie of all time. It would be honestly a good movie if they had a good character for it. I think you just pick a nobody. You just like and build them up. And yeah, it's like mid nineties or. Or yeah, North Hollywood like or some shit like that. Yeah, it'd be decent. Like North Color Hollywood skate. is kind of like that, but I'm saying like let's get all the pro skaters in it, like you did with skate, and like, you know, let's make it a point. Like I don't know, like goal is to get sponsored and blah blah blah. Like let's let's do the whole thing, like the whole nine. I'd love that. Yeah, there's something about skating of, movies uh, that are just so good. It's just because we grew up skating, yeah. bro. They're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about movies. I like skating. it because it's, it's personal to you. Like, it's, you know. Yeah, you and, like, with video games, I'm not saying they're not personal. It's just they're much broader. Yeah. Like, yeah. target Way audience broader. is just so much bigger. Yeah, I feel you. But it is weird, though, because, like, there are more games being played... I mean, of course, you know this. You stream. You see how many people are playing different games. But there are more games being played right now than ever. Like, it used to be if you owned a GameCube, Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. was pretty much all that stayed in it. Like, you might play Luigi's Mansion and then put back in Super Smash Bros. Or you might play some other shit. But, like, that was really... You had those games. Now it's, like, everybody's... It goes through, like, different phases. Because before GameCube, like, people had a lot of um, Game Boy or, like, Nintendo 64 games, like, because there wasn't too much to those games. Like, you could really play through them pretty quickly. What games? Just, like, any of the Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, I just remember, like, people having big stacks of those because, like, they wanted them to play through, like... Because the game was much more simple, so, like, it got old quicker. But now, like, people are going to play that Call of Duty until the next Call of Duty comes out. And they might only have, like, three games on their console. Like, they might play Madden and and Call of Duty, and that's it. They might play 2K and Madden. Or, like, it's just, it's not like they have this big catalog of, like, oh, yeah, this I'm training in my games at GameStop. I have 36 games. And these are the ones that I don't play. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, we had so, we had this big catalog, you know? Yeah, everything's digital now. And now it's all about the space you have on your, like, console. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can only have two games, and that's already all your space, which sucks. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're all expecting you to buy the external. And it's like, when yeah. when the games got so big that I could only fit two games on my system, that's I mean, just when the fact that I had to have the shit downloaded onto my system rather than in the disc, like, yeah, what is the disc sad. for then? Like, motherfucker, you're selling me a download code. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, so like you, that's all you're doing. You you basically you wasted your own money because you printed a bunch of plastic and CDs and shipped them all over the world for no reason. Like, just download it. If it's gonna make me download it, download it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's stupid as shit. So it's to keep the. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of benefits, I'm, a million different reasons, but, like, it keeps the console colder because it doesn't spin. Wow, that's sus. Yeah, dude, like, 
did the GameCube ever over? That's why I'm glad ever. I switched over to PC though. So PC is the way to go. At the end of the day, no matter what, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just don't game enough to to get a computer that can do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're like really into it, I I recommend like it's better because like what? Because you're gonna spend the same amount on a console like. You're better off. It's not even that. Now that it's cross-platform, there's no reason not to. Yeah. True. You can, it's just a better investment. You can do so and much more, more on a computer. it's more customizable, too. Yeah, I mean, you can do infinite number of things to make it look or run differently than your homie that just bought his. But, like, every Xbox runs the same. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know why everybody and was, like, hyped for the new consoles it. and they weren't even that great. I think that's something that people kind of learned this time around, though. Yeah, with the especially PS5 and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like it's been happening the past like couple times, but like it started with the Xbox One when they did like Xbox One S, and it was like, "What's that?" And it's like, "It's the slim one." And it was like, "Well, was why wouldn't different? you just make it slimmer in the beginning?" Like, it doesn't make any sense. There is no GameCube Slim, like. That wasn't something that you needed to do to make the console better. The console was good. It was what it was for the amount of years that it was. And then you had the Wii. And the only reason you had the Wii was because they added the motion stuff to it. Otherwise, people would have just played GameCube. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just Nintendo's way of, like, the next console. And so, like, the next console had something new to offer. Like, every console was different. Like... The level up between, like, the N64 and the GameCube was, like, really, it was, like, crazy. Like, graphics and everything looked so much better, and, like, the system runs so much better. Awesome. Now we got these CD discs rather than these cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason for the upgrade. And then you have the Wii, and it was a reason for the upgrade. Xbox and PlayStation, it's like, what's different between the PlayStation 5 Versus the PS1. Besides graphics. It started as a CD disc reader. Now it's a CD disc reading computer. Like. It just. it More bells and whistles. You're just adding shit to it. You're not revolutionizing. What you're doing as a company. And I think that's what people are catching on to. Because then you have the PS5. That's supposed to be this amazing thing. This except nobody can get a hold technology. of one. And people are overcharging yeah. for it. <laughs> Yeah, and then the people that get one are all complaining yes. because there's they have a reason to question it because it costs so much or it's so exclusive, it's so hard to find. Now they're questioning, is it even a good system? And it's pretty much the same. Everybody that I've talked to, we were over at uh, Craig's house the other day, pretty much the same. He didn't yeah. really care one way or the other. He got it so that he can play games in the future, but yeah, other much. than PlayStation-exclusive games, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. So, so that's what I don't I'm saying. Know. I, mean, so. I think that that's a, a good way to like explain what we were trying to tell people today loosely. If you're going to reboot something, if you're going to remaster something, if you're going to upgrade something, do it right. Do like, it just right. Take your, take your time and do it right. Don't be out here wasting not only our time, but your own. Facts, man. Tell them straight, bro. I mean, I try. Sometimes <laughs> I try. I fucked up the intro today. Every, I mean, shoot, it it's been crazy. We'll see. You want to see if we can get through the outro? Let's get it, man.
All right. Well, until we reboot or remaster the show, you can always check us out at Whiskey Sour Hour on all platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere. You can get links to all those in the description below, along with the spot to hop in the Discord. And as always, make sure to send in your questions, theories, comments, or concerns to whiskey at sourhourpod.com so that you can be featured on a later episode. We want to thank you guys so much for your time, and we have had as much fun listening to as we did making this week's episode. Yes, sir. I'll catch you next week. <laughs> Always remember, make it a double. <laughs> <laughs> what was that laugh? Oh, my God. What was that laugh? That shit's totally staying in. Oh, man. Oh, my God, bro.